Hey everyone, it's Rich Bennett, host of Conversations with Rich Bennett, bringing you an exciting chance to win with our latest giveaway sponsored by Tar Heel Construction Group. Get ready to make a splash just by tuning into the podcast. Yes, you heard that right. While you're soaking up our latest episodes, listen closely for a special splash sound. When you hear it, remember the episode name. Here's what you do next. Shoot us an email at podcast at harfordcountyliving.com with the episode title. Each splash sound means a new chance to win. So the more you listen, the better your chances. If you don't have email, then just leave a voicemail from our website at conversationswithrichbennett.com. What's the prize? How about a brand new waterproof Bluetooth speaker? Perfect for listening to our episodes, whether you're in the bath, on the beach, in the pool or on the go. You have until the end of May to send in your entries and we'll announce the lucky winner on June 3rd. Don't miss out on this splashy opportunity brought to you by Tar Heel Construction Group. Dive into our episodes and win big. I don't think I ever had a guest on my podcast that actually I really opened up to. And on this episode of Harford County Living with Rich Bennett, I did that. I actually talked about something I haven't talked about in a long time. Actually, I don't even know if I ever talked about it on the podcast, but the talk talking about loss, uh, you know, whether it be death jobs or whatever and anxiety, suicide. These are some things that we talked about on this episode. I had the, great privilege of speaking with Paige Mulhausen, who runs our Village Wellness Center. And I'll be honest with you, I cannot wait to record more episodes with her. I think that this is probably one of the best conversations I've had in a long time. Stay tuned. Now, for those of you that have pets... Yeah, sometimes you may not be able to have the time to actually walk them... Sometimes you want to go away, you're looking for a sitter. Well, I'm here to tell you about this young lady who runs a business called Your Pet All Pair, Nicole Wilson. She will go ahead and take care of your dog, walking your dog. She does pet sitting, cat visits, overnight sitting, and boarding. A little bit of everything. Go to com, or give her a call. At 410-989-1533. Again, that's 410-989-1533. And she'll take care of your pets. Again, that's your pet all pair. Doing it for the sits and wiggles. Welcome to Harford County Living with your host, Rich Bennett. My name is Teresa Stepp with the Clay Monet. Each week, you'll hear roundtable discussions and interviews with people tied to Harford County, Maryland, and we hope you'll learn something new that leaves you wanting more. Now, here's your host, professional DJ, entrepreneur, podcaster, and all-around great guy, Rich Bennett. I'd like to welcome everybody to Harford County, living with Rich Bennett, sitting here today with Paige Mulhausen of our Village Wellness Center. Thank tell you. Us, well, tell us about yourself and then what our Village Wellness Center is. Okay. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on here. This is super exciting. You are my very first podcast. So um, yeah, this is exciting. So and we'll be um, doing more, I hope. Uh, I hope so too. You know, um, I have pretty oh, much, 
Yeah. I've pretty much been here my whole life, went to Falston High School and went to uh, college at Villa Jolie and, you know, did tons of, you know, fundraisers and, you know, programs here. But my heart is in also in coaching. So I've coached field hockey for over 20 years, nine years of coaching at Mountain Wright and Beller High School. Um, it's like I was telling you before, I think I'm a mutt of Harford County. My daughter went to Beller High School and then we moved to Pilesville and now she's going to North Harford. My husband went to Seamilton Wright. So we're definitely mutts of Harford County. Um, and, you know, Harford County loves hard. You know, when, when times get rough, you see people, yeah. you know, rising to the occasion. And it's been, it's, you know, I'm 47 years old. So, you know, I've been here my whole life. So it's been a really neat um, experience, you know, just getting to know the people of Harford County. And, um, you know, I, as you get involved with people and you talk to people, and I've always been that person that's, I'll make a new friend any time of the week. Um, and, you know, as you do these things and works with kids, I'm also a preschool teacher. So um, you get to know a lot of moms and families. You kind of start seeing this you know, same kind of denominator of, you know, as much as people want to be happy all the time, you also see a lot of hurt and you hear a lot of hurt. And in that hurt, you're hearing, you know, anxiety and depression. And, um, you know, I absolutely in love with children um, of all ages, whether they're preschool, you know, up through, you know, high school. And, you know, I've talked with a lot of kids that, you know, they need, they need that help. They need that support. And I was kind of finding right. that we really don't have it. We don't have it where people can just reach out and say, I need help. You know, there's, there's a lot of great counseling at schools. You know, we now have the clients, um, you know, the center, the help crisis center, which is awesome that now that's yeah, up and running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but it just didn't seem like enough to me. So, um, about almost two years ago, I, um, started a, a program where we did events trying to, you know, reach out to these kids to basically say, you know, you're not alone. You know, we got you. Um, this is what, you know, and giving them the tools of understanding, you know, that they're, they're having panic attacks or, you know, the, the, what anxiety feels like because they're thinking it's normal and it's not normal. Um, so just kind of helping yeah. kids with, um, you know, understanding what exactly anxiety is. So I started this one event called a girls festival. Um, and it was amazing. And, um, from that experience, uh, it, it hit me that we need to do more of these. We need to put more research out there. We got to talk about all the elephants in the room and, um, you know, uh, just get the word out as much as possible uh, to help others. Yeah. What do you, with the anxiety for kids in school, because uh, it's, to me, it seems like it's been on a rise from, especially since when you and I went to school. Um, what do you, I mean, any idea what the biggest problem of it is? I you mean, know, is it the, a lot of single family homes or what? You know, I don't think there is one right answer, in my opinion. I think right. it's, and you know, it probably was very much a part of when we went to school. It just wasn't talked about. It wasn't diagnosed. Yeah. Um, 
I can kind of think back when I was, you know, in school and I think I had some anxiety, you know, you start thinking about what we know now. I think it's just now we're, you know, we're taking that, um, that mental health topic and we're talking about it. And I think people are becoming, you know, more aware of it and it's not, it's not this stigma to say if you have anxiety or depression, you know, you didn't want to talk about it. You know, you you had to people felt like they have to keep it to themselves because, you know, you would you would look you know down upon. And I'm finding and I'm hoping that, you know, we're we're getting away from that, um, you know, that, yeah. you know, so and, and why, you know, I think every person that has some mental health you know, issue or disorder or, you know, what it may be. I think everybody's story is different. It all began differently. Um, We can say now social media, you know, has plays a big part on that. But to be honest, you know, it could be family, you know, you know, what's going on in somebody's, you know, household, money struggles, you know, uh, maybe there's someone with substance abuse or, you know, I mean, I think it's, I don't think anybody really has the same story, but what is encouraging is that we're now starting to talk about it, you know, and we're putting it out there, which, which is huge because, you know, in adults, one in four have, you know, mental health disorders just in this past year. And, you know, that's one huge. in four, one in four adults and one in five in children. Wow. You know, and, and that's something I think we need to, take very seriously. And you're talking about, you know, we can say something as simple as anxiety, even though, you know, it depends, you know, anxiety is anxiety. It's an, it's an awful thing to have. And, you know, that can be genetically or it could be something environmental, but, you know, it's, you know, it's hard. And then when you look at these numbers, then, you know, let's not forget, you know, the suicide rate, you know, the suicide rate is, Right. It's, you know, it's huge. You know, there's an average of 132 Americans, you know, die from suicide every day, every day, according to the CDC. Yes. God. And one, you know, there's over a million that attempt it. Man. You know, and, and That's you know. over. I'm sorry. What was that? No. Over a million that attempted? Attempted. A, a day? day? In America. Mm-hmm. You know, and those numbers, and I don't even care if they said oh, one tried it. One, there's one attempt every day. I don't care. That's still you know, one too many. That's one too many. Yeah. You know, and we we got to start. And when we talk about you know that umbrella of mental health, or you know, it's it's a huge mm-hmm. it's a huge umbrella of you know. You know, and that's why, you know, you and I have talked about doing more of these because you can't touch on just one and there isn't one that's more important than another, you know, and, you know, and there's, and my point is, is that if we can take that elephant in the room and and let's talk about, let's talk about suicide. Let's talk about mental health. Let's talk about bullying. Let's talk about trafficking. Let's talk about drug abuse. Let's talk about these things. At least if anything, it can put awareness to anybody listening, Mm -hmm. whether it's a, as a parent, a family member, a child, whatever, that we can put that out there. Um, I just don't think it's talked about enough. Um, you know, but again, it's not. it's not. And my thing is, 
and I know we're going to talk about it in other segments, but we have um, a, an organization that is just taking off um, with my girlfriend, Tracy, and it's called the Rise Project. And it's about, you know, rising up from our, mm-hmm. from our, our problems and our, our struggles, as simple as it may be, or as more as difficult it, it can be. And, and the whole, the whole purpose of my whole heart when it comes to children is getting to these children at a younger age where we can build on self-esteem, where we can build on self-worth, where we can, we can, rise, you know, these kids up. So when they are bullied, when they are have a parent in the house that's, you know, abusing them or alcohol or drugs or what have you, or, or, you know, just as simple as, you know, you know, being able to make their own decisions in life that they're strong enough in their own skin that can say, Hey, you know, this isn't the path I want to take or no, you're not going to bully me because I now understand what bullying is about. Or, you know, we, we need to build these kids up to make them stronger young people. Yes. Um, so they're not targets and don't become a target. You know, we, you know, in all of this, why do kids try drugs? Why do kids become bullies? Why, you know, it's, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. we look down upon people that are the quote unquote, you know, mean people or the bad people or the ones that are bullying. Yeah. Why, why are they bullying? Let's 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 get to those kids too. Let's help the victims in bullying, but let's understand why bullying and substitute and all that is. You know. Um, yeah, because those kids may be getting bullied. I mean, the bullies may be getting bullied at home. You don't know that. Absolutely, absolutely. And and the thing is, and the conversation can go for hours and hours because. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a big it's such a a big thing out there, and wherever we can help or spread the word or just help, you know, anyone, we we just we got to talk about it. You mentioned something else, and I think a lot of people ignore this topic, which is my from my understanding is very um, actually very bad here in Maryland, especially right around Baltimore County and I think Southern Harford County. And that's trafficking, human trafficking. And uh, now I know my sister is a flight attendant for, for an airline and they actually have to take training on that. Yeah. Because they, they look at, you know, people on the airplane and they, you know, usually I guess they could, they know what to look for to see if somebody's trying. But why do you think people ignore that? I mean, it's like I, they brush it off because you see it, it's scary. Yeah, I don't I don't think I would hate to think that anybody would brush it off. What I actually think that comes is the ignorance to it or not understanding or not even knowing right. it is. I mean, ask, you know, ask 10 people yeah. if they know what human trafficking is. You know, and and they might have heard about it or think that it's something that can't happen here in Harford County and it only happens in, you know, big cities does. like New York. It absolutely does. You know, and Harford County, too, yeah. we are we're surrounded by 95, 695, you know, those areas. And human trafficking needs to be a topic on its own, um, you know, but again, you know kind of help understanding what human trafficking is or helping with human trafficking, again, is getting to those people of brokenness, 
you know, getting to those young kids that are coming from, right. you know, broken homes or lonely or have been bullied. And, you know, all those kids that, you know, have don't feel self-worth, they become the victims, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why, you know, going back to what I was saying before about building these kids up with self-esteem or, you know, helping these kids that, you know, potentially become runaways and all that, those become the victims of children trafficking, you know, and, you know, children trafficking right, right now is it's, it's a growing industry and, you know, it's, it's the people that don't have that self-esteem are the ones that become victims. And I'm not just talking about children. This also happens with, you know, women, you know, uh, adults. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, you know, now that, you know, jobs are getting hit, you know, people are losing their homes, mm-hmm. you know, the anxiety and depression that's coming in right within the coronavirus is actually a very frightening thing when you think about trafficking because they become the victims. And, you know, it can happen yeah. in the park, at the malls, you know, what have you. Um, it does happen there. <laughs> and it's, they're, they're smart. They're very smart people. You know, they come in as friends yeah. and they know how to lure these kids and, you know, and women. Um, and, yeah. you know, it happens right here. You know, if you, if, you know, you want to look more into it, it's definitely the information's on my website, but um, one organization that I'm very, you know, passionate about um, and kind of how Rise began is through Hannah Ho- Hannah's Hope. Um, if you have an opportunity, Hannah mm-hmm. is an amazing story of a girl that was trafficked right here in Harford County. And um, because of what Hannah went through and she wow. ended up uh, dying of um, overdose, um, her story is being shared. And she's kind of the one of the first faces of Harford County that says, you know, this does happen. So we can make a whole big show of this. Um, but yeah, but yeah. again, it kind of. Oh, it, definitely. It, we have to. Yeah, you know, and it, but again, it's 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 part of the passion of educating, getting to these kids at a young age again to keep. I can't say it enough to build them up. So you know, if if a stranger does walk up to them, they 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 have the knowledge, they have the willpower, they have the self esteem to be like, oh no, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not going with right. you, you know, um, and that's kind of where you know this this passion of mine has, you know, evolved into, you know, our village because it takes a village. You know, I am, you know, I, I have a degree in child development and special education. My, my love for children is, is massive. My love for people is massive, but I'm just, you know, just one person and, you know, doing these, you know, talks and stuff doesn't, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm better than anybody else. Um, what I'm saying is I'm just like you, you know, I have two kids of my own, I have two beautiful stepchildren and I call my own, my husband's a farmer, you know, I, where, you know, my husband and I are both, you know, self-employed. So, you know, I've got anxiety and worry about for my kids and income and, you know, we share, but we all in some way share the same, same concern, same worry, same, you know, so I feel like if we kind of all come together and form this village, we can help in so many ways. And I can't yeah. do, I can't do it alone. And I'm not saying I'm here to do it alone, but I am saying, let's talk about it. Let's help each other. Um, you know, and, and let's keep growing from experiences and, um, you know, 
that's kind of the the nutshell, <laughs> if you would. Now, when you you said you started this because you were doing events, yeah. Now are are you? Of course, right now you're not going out talking to anybody. But do you go out and talk to groups or anything? Yeah. So we're re- like, I'm really trying to get out there. Like I said, this is something that's you know just kind of really okay. taken off. Um, and you know, Hartford County are my people. So we got to start with my people. I had enough conversations out there to know, you know, there's enough work to be done right, right here in Hartford County. But, um, yeah, so these events kind of touch on topics that I have kind of heard from other people. One, you know, was the girls event, the girls festival. Um, and then in doing that, I started hearing moms talk about their anxiety. People were sharing, you know, moms were sharing their stress uh, because their child's being bullied or their child has ADD or dyslexia or whatever. Just sharing, you know, their own concerns. And I was getting ready to, you know, we did one for girls and then we were getting ready to do one for boys. And I had to take a pause just for a moment on boys because the moms, like, how can we be you know, we got to be the advocate for our kids, but if we're stressed, if we're yeah. losing sleep, if we've got, you know, all this concern, let's, let's help moms. So then my next event came, right. it was, it's called you're enough. Um, and just talking to moms about you're enough. you like, we got to take care of ourselves so we can take care of our kids. Um, and Lunar Bay hosted it. Um, well, they, they, you know, okay. I, I did it at Lunar Bay. Yeah, great friend of mine. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, short story of Kelly, I was her field hockey coach at Sea Mountain Wright. Her kids now. Are you come, serious? Yeah. Her kids come to my daycare. So uh, Kelly and I, uh, we, we've we helped each other. You talk about our village. Uh, Kelly and I are definitely in each other's village. So when I came to her. That is she, awesome. Yeah. She was at my, um, she was at my girls event. And then, you know, I went to Lunar Bay to do this Mom's Enough event. And again, another, you know, another sold out event um, where we focused on, you know, what is anxiety? How can we help each other with, you know, anxiety? What does anxiety look like? You know, we discussed, you know, concerns that we have for our kids. Um, And another topic that I have really, really found with kind of being the best us is dealing with loss. You know, we all, you know, as moms Mm -hmm. trying to be the best, you know, we've got loss and loss doesn't mean necessarily a death of a loved one means, you know, broken families, not speaking to your brother or your family member anymore, you know, divorce, being forced to move. I mean, loss Mm -hmm. is a a huge, you know, so we we discuss that and and what it feels to how to help and cope with loss and whatever that might mean to you. And then. And then, of course, Tracy from Hannah's Hope came because we always got to talk about, you know, the concerns of social media and and all that. So, um, right. you know, so we did that event. And then because of COVID, my boys event has kind of been put to a halt. Um, but uh, hoping to get, you know, that that one up and running and, you know, just kind of getting the word out. And parents want to see it happen. Yeah. You know, as you're sitting there telling me all this, only thing I, I going through my head right now, I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's another good podcast. There's you and Kelly on here. Oh, yeah. We got you and Tracy on. I mean, and to get the word out there, 
Um, cause when you mentioned loss, I, I've been through that, you know, uh, lost our first daughter. My parents went through the divorce. Um, of course lost both of them lost my God, my best friends when I was in high school. Um, and then my brother and of course people in the Marine Corps, but jobs, you know, job loss. A lot of people don't even think about that uh, or almost lost the house. Yep. So it, loss does cover a lot covers a big thing so yeah oh you know when you're i'm just sitting here thinking there's a lot of good ones we're going to talk about all right let's do it you know and that didn't sound right that didn't sound right a lot of good (laughs) ones to talk about that's awesome there's a lot we could there's a lot of different episodes we could do on this oh absolutely you know and and the whole (laughs) the whole um when you're thinking of living your best life you know, and that mm-hmm. doesn't mean you started living it your best life as a child and your parents divorced and, you know, your dad or mom or somebody was an alcoholic. You know, we can start living our best life now. You know, there are people that want to help you. And the whole mission is to mm-hmm. know that, you know, you're not alone. There are people that that want you and cheer you on to be your best life. And that's the whole thing about our village. It's the whole passion in me. And, you know, going back to like loss, you know, the problem is, is that if, if, or actually not just in loss, but in anything, if we don't address these issues, you kind of carry it along with you to the next problem. So sometimes for instance, you know, I, I, I'm a lot like you, I have more family in heaven than I do here on earth. Um, I'm blessed with, you know, you know, my tiny little family, but, um, you know, it's, it's hard to have another loss and then deal with that current loss because you're still, you know, working on the losses you already, you know, had lost, you know, and it can kind of become like a lot of things. I mean, this is, this is something we could take this topic and talk about a lot of things, but you know, it's kind of, (laughs) you know, we we need to address these situations in our life to try to live our best life. And, I'm a work in progress. I have, I have, I used to not be able to talk about loss without being able to ball my eyes out and have to leave the room because I'm probably hyperventilating, you know, um, you know, and so, you know, we're all a work in progress. And I think because of our life situations, we can take those and try to understand what somebody else is going through without judgment. We need to stop judging and we need to love more unconditionally. I mean, that's no one has yeah. the right to be judging anyone. Yes, you're absolutely right there. You know, so it's that needs to be the root of it all is loving unconditionally, mm-hmm. you know, and we've all made our mistakes. Trust me, there's been times in my life when I've been really ugly that I look back now and I, I've seen my <laughs> growth, you know, oh, trust me, you know, yeah. we've, we've all been there. I've been through a divorce and we've all know, done it. Yep. You know, so, but, but that just makes us human. It makes us human and it makes us want to be more passionate for living our best life because, Hey, you know, we don't know when our time is up here, you know, and if we can, that's true, you know, so, you know, that's, that's kind of what it looks like for me. Yeah. And people look at it, that get through, you know, lost, everybody gets through everything differently. Uh, I know now I can cope with it a lot better than I used to in the past. And the one that hit me the hardest was 
well, of course, my brother, which was three years ago, that hit me really hard. Um, no, but sorry. when we lost our first daughter, that mm. that hit me hard. But then I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, because everybody's like, well, why we got to do that? Why we got to do that? And I'm sitting there. Th- I was like, you know what? There's a reason this happened. And I, my personal belief is I believe she's my guardian angel now. Oh, love that. And I, it, it took me a lot to figure it out. Like both of my parents, when, when they passed away, they were both on home hospice and everybody was you know upset. It's hard to watch your parents pass away, but it was to the point to where I remember laying on the couch in the other room and I could, I could hear, you know, my mother in there having a hard time. And my father and my mother got me a crucifix I always wore. I always wanted a nice gold crucifix. And when they went on a cruise, they got me one. And I just remember holding that and praying for God to take her to, to so she's no longer hurting here. And I remember saying, as I was praying, I said, take her now so she can truly live and watch down on us. And after Beautiful. I said that, I got the thing. It's like, you know, maybe maybe that's the case. Maybe we don't start living until we die. Beautiful. And Absolutely. Beautiful. I think a lot of people are afraid of death, but I, I think that's the truth. I think because when you die, you go to heaven. There's to me, I don't think there's any pain. I think, you know, there's, they're up there looking down at us. They're everybody's got somebody looking over them. Oh, yes. And some of the I things that. that have happened to me, I'm like, how did I get out of that situation? Yeah. And I just, oh, I could, I could go on and on and tell you different oh. stories, but oh. okay. So I got to tell you something. <laughs> but that's what I believe. Yeah. So I, I have to share with you. You just hit another topic. Complete. Well, I guess in some ways it could be. Uh, I, so I so love talking about this because I am such a believer. I am. I am a Christian. I was brought up mm-hmm. Catholic. And, you know, in, in my Catholic side of my faith, in my experience, I feared death. I grew up as an adult, probably not until my late 20s, early 30s, really fearing death. And then I had my first child mm-hmm. and 9-11 hit. And that fear oh. just completely overwhelmed me where I started researching heaven and I believed in God. And, but I didn't, I couldn't believe that, you know, if he knows the date we live and the date we die, dying can't be that bad. Like it can't, you know, and in my, in my books reading, in my research into talking to people, I have learned that in my belief, you know, that here on earth is Mm -hmm. kind of just, it's, it's our dress rehearsal. You know, I, you were all given different gifts. We should all collaborate again with our village and use our gifts, you know, to kind of help mankind, you know, but when we get to heaven and again, you know, I'm not ready, but when I am, I can't wait to be greeted to all my family, friends and dogs and, you know, all up there because I believe they'll be up there waiting for me and, and their best healthiest body, you know, and, and when you learn and kind of study heaven, like I did, it, it sounds amazing. I mean, there's colors we haven't even seen yet. Flowers are smart to hum. And, you know, so I feel now when 
someone passes on, we're sad because we can't see them, but I find it really encouraging that we'll see them again. And you're right, they're here. And one day you and I have to share stories because I got I got stories on that. Oh, and, we will. And I got people we can pull in. I've got I got my friend <laughs> Amber that, you know, she's she's you know, we can we can talk about this. Oh, we stuff. definitely we definitely will. It, 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 yeah. Just to add something to that note, one of the things that really helped me out a lot too, um, and this helped when my mother was diagnosed with cancer. Um, I, I, I need, I, I fell into anxiety. Of course, that's all I kept thinking about. Well, with the cancer, with the death, uh, pa- yeah, everything else, I found three books and these aren't plugs people. I'm not getting money for saying these, but I suggest that everybody read these three books and these really helped me out. The first two I read when my mother got sick was Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Alban true story. And I read that and that helped me a lot. The second book was five people you meet in heaven. Oh, good. By one. Mitch Alden. Good one. Good one. Yes. Well, that was his second book after Tuesdays with Maury. The third book I read that I read, which helps out with anxiety and to stay away from the neg- negativity is a book called the secret. Oh, and all the secret is the secret just focuses on positivity, how to align yourself with positivity. Mm-hmm. And it helps me all the time. And, and I suggest, I always suggest that the people that are going through problems, but yeah, yeah. that's something else. So yeah. Tell every, tell everybody the website. No. So we are, um, uh, our village wellness center.com. And you can also find me on um, our village wellness center on Instagram too. Um, And, you know, that's the Instagram. We are now, um, we say we, as in my village, everybody I'm pulling in to help on Instagram. We're starting um, mindfulness talks where um, I'm going to be starting to interview uh, people uh, over different. um, Oh, that's great. Yeah, different issues. We got one coming up um, right before Mother's Day, uh, doing a part two to You're Enough. So, um, you know, just kind of helping moms, you know, just continuing the conversation. Since, you know, I can't do events, um, you know, we're going to try to reach out through, you know, Instagram and, you know, just letting people know. Um, Also on my website, you can check out the section of Rise. And in there we have all the hotlines numbers and more websites that, you know, put you through to, you know, suicide prevention, um, trafficking, um, addiction, um, substance abuse, any of those. We have those hotlines right here for Harford County. So if you, for whatever reason, you can't find it on Google, um, you can certainly find it there. And, you know, I I need to change that on the website a little bit because I do want to make that the forefront where someone can go. Um, But you can find me on Instagram and, you know, we're, you know, we're here, you know, people, you are, you're not alone. You, you know, if you're a mom that is, you know, concerned for your child, um, concerned for yourself, you know, we, you know, if I can't help you myself, um, and mostly I'm a good listener, um, you know, we'll get you the people that, that need to help. Um, and also on my website, we have now started bringing in stories of recovery, um, and also stories of suicide oh, where people great. can go to, you know, just hear, you know, read other people's stories and know that, 
you're not alone. So that's just taken off on my website as well. I say we do this again in a few weeks. What do you think? Oh my gosh, I'd love to. Thank you. I would love the opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about Rise. Yeah. Talk about Rise on the next one. Yeah, love to. That works for me. Works for me as well. Thank Paige, you. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely get the word out there. Um, yeah. Everybody needs to help each other. Absolutely. And I think the more we talk about this, the more it's going to help. We'll talk about Rise. We've we got to get Kelly on too and talk. Yeah. There are so many things. Like I said, I just had the, the gears going. And one of the things I've been wanting to do anyway is to do a couple podcasts and have different like almost like a round table discussion to where it could be four or five of us. We could do one on anti-bullying. We could do one on loss. We could do one on everything. Yeah. So you know what? That's what I'll go ahead and you and I will talk. We'll figure something out. Oh, I would love to. Thank you for that opportunity. And you know, it's, that's, that's what it's all about. It's just getting the word out, loving unconditionally, no judging, you know, let's, you never know, you know, it's like I, I was telling you the other day, you know, after, you know, we did our girls event, you kind of sit back and like, oh boy, I hope we help someone. And we shortly found out that we actually helped a girl that was contemplating suicide, you know, and that just, you never know yeah. who, you never know who you're mm-hmm. touching. You never know who you're helping or just put a smile on somebody's face. It's, it's worth every minute yeah, of it. That's great. That's great. Well, yeah. thanks again. And, uh, God, it, it, it was my pleasure to, yeah. to be able to talk to you about this. Yeah. Mine too. I want to thank Paige for coming on the podcast again. If you need anything, you know, definitely contact her. Uh, some of the services that she provides, are, of course, are wellness providers, counselors, nutritionists, life coaches, that's just some of them. And you've heard what we talked about. And she's going to be coming on again very soon. So make sure you uh, stay tuned and listen for that episode. But go to ourvillagewellnesscenter.com and look for her on Facebook and Instagram as well. I want to remind everybody once again, it's because of you that I'm able to keep this podcast going. You know, my supporters, the members, of course, my sponsors. But it still takes a lot. So if you can, I'm asking you to buy me a coffee. <laughs> That's right. Buy me a coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash harco living. That's har, H-A-R-C-O, living. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash harco living. And buy me a coffee, $3, $5, whatever. Or you can become a member, an annual member or monthly member and make a donation. It's, it's that simple. And I want to thank Alicia Hamilton and Karen Harrison. They have bought me coffees. And Debbie Jennings for becoming a annual member. Again, that's buymeacoffee.com forward slash Harker Living. Also, if you would like to be on the podcast or you have any ideas, anybody you would like for me to have on, please contact me. Just email podcast at com. Send me your suggestions, send me your comments, anything, and I'll do what I can. I'll do what I can to get that person on or talk about what you want me to talk about. All positive, of course. Okay, we want to keep it positive. Also, whatever platform you listen to the podcast on, please leave a review. You know, leave reviews, that helps. It gives me an idea of who's listening as well, and I know what to focus on and who to get on the podcast. 